Wayward Life, a podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Hey there, and welcome to our Wayward Life podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Daniel. And we'll be sharing about our journey as a couple choosing to live life our way. So instead of going into all the details about what we'll present, I think our Instagram profile sums it up quite nicely. We like good food, strong drinks, adventures, and connecting with others. So uh, we're both from Tennessee in the USA, and we currently live in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, we've been here for a few years. Like six. Uh, like six, so a few so we met a long, long time ago. <laughs> As she makes it sounds like it's been that painful. It hasn't been painful, but it has been a long time. Uh, we actually met in, I don't know, maybe like 2000, yeah. 99, 2000. We met at church and uh, we started dating when I was 18 and you were 22. And that was 2002. Yeah. Which is apparently like 19 years ago. Yeah. Something happened with time. Yeah. Um, We got married in 2007. We've been dating about five years. And I would say we were headed toward that like typical American life, or at least in our opinion, what we thought was typical. Yeah. Typical from where we were from. You know, you get married, you have one point or 2.7 kids or whatever the number is that they put out. You buy a house and you stay there forever. Yeah, get a job, stay in that same job forever. And for some people, I think that's what really makes them happy. And I feel like that's their idea of success and their idea of the American dream. And that's amazing for them. Yeah, I think it's really awesome because, I mean, you got to have people that stay in their hometown that contribute to their economy, to their way of life. And, you know, it just makes towns what towns are because if everybody leaves, there's nobody going to no be there. No small towns, yeah. Um But yeah, we had a very comfortable and happy life. So I work in education. Yeah, I also did not work in education. (laughs) Uh, I was uh, a fireman and I also worked construction as well. So in facilities management and yeah, facilities management. So two different worlds, you know, I guess, apart from each other career wise. And uh, I had been at my construction job since 1997 so that tells you that I'm really old yeah and we were very comfortable like I would say we were happy content with our lives um by the time we moved we were both in jobs that we could have stayed in through retirement because you had changed jobs and um yeah we easily could have stayed there forever we loved where we worked we loved the people the jobs were great they uh they weren't that hard i mean they could be at times they're uh, fulfilling though yeah very yeah. fulfilling uh some stress but not a tremendous amount of stress um but yeah so we uh up and decided one day that you know maybe we should move to a different state well i, w- I don't know that i would say like we up and decided because that sounds like it was very sudden but 
what would you say made you want to move or do something differently? Uh, I guess it's the more we traveled. Uh, sorry if you can hear vehicles in the background. I do apologize for that. Um, we, uh, the more you travel, I guess the more you see the world, the more you get to know people, the more you get to know cultures. Um, we went to Mexico a few times, St. Lucia, uh, the Virgin Islands, and stuff like that. And uh, I guess it just makes you realize that you can still work, but you don't have to work in the same spot, and you don't have to stay in the same spot forever. Yeah, I think that like where we're from, a lot of people are born and raised there, and then they work there and then they raise their families there and so on and like we said for some people that's you know that's the ultimate goal for them and that's success and that's happiness and that's amazing but we just kind of got this feeling of we should do something a bit differently because at the end of the day you know if you move somewhere and you don't like it you can always go back yeah your small town's always going to be there or big city wherever you're from it's always going to be there um so yeah we started thinking about moving Uh, you know to we lived in West Tennessee, and it's not like we were in a little bitty farm town that had 10 people in it. We were in a city that had about 80,000, so it's a decent-sized city. Yeah. And other surrounding counties always come into the city that we lived in. But we're like, you know, we'll move to Nashville. And then it's like, oh, maybe we'll move to Texas, or maybe we'll move here. Maybe we'll move, you know, who knows where. Yeah, I think we seriously considered Nashville which is about two hours from where we're from. And then we also looked at Austin, Texas, and Denver, Colorado. And then we, we just started talking about it, and we're like, you know what? Like, if we're going to move, let's really move. Yeah. So. Like, like, let's just go all out and jump in the deep end and go for it. And shock everybody that we know and tell them that we're leaving. They're like, no, you're not. Yeah. So I think a lot of people expected us to stay in those jobs forever, yeah. I remember someone lovingly and jokingly saying that um, the school where I taught, that they would be pushing me out of there in a wheelchair. Like, that's how much I loved the school. It's where I went. I absolutely loved it. And even though that person didn't know it, that comment was kind of like, huh, do I want to stay here forever? Because we easily could have. But, you know, at some point we just said, let's see if this, like, feeling of wanting to do something a bit different is is what we really want to do. So let's try it out and see how it goes. Worst case scenario, we don't like it. We come back to Tennessee. Yeah. Fine. Um, and so when we first started talking about moving overseas, we were trying to figure out how to make it work. Like what type of job could we have that would allow us to move overseas and give us better opportunities than we had back home? And so um, I'm an English teacher, or I was at the time. And I just thought, you know, oh, if I teach English abroad – We basically get paid to travel somewhere, like to move to a different country. And then in most other countries, there's just the opportunity for travel more frequently, more affordably. You know, the United States is so massive and there's still so much of it that we want to see. But yeah, there's a bunch of the states that, you know, that we've not seen that that we've both discussed. You know, we could go back and spend a year going through states and that we've never been to and would love to do that. But working in the States didn't necessarily give us that freedom. No, not in the professions. I mean, we both had good professions, but they didn't. Sorry, private school teaching does not pay very much. And uh, so even when it was summer break or whatnot, there were other jobs. Like we we always, 
both had two jobs at least. So, um, anyway, so we talked about moving overseas and I decided to get my TOEFL certification, like teachers of English as foreign language. And, um, at the end of that certification program that I did, there was a country comparison chart and it just showed all the different countries that would accept that certification, um, and what they would pay, what benefits were offered, things like that. And so we quickly narrowed it down to three seemingly unconnected places. It was the Middle East, China, and South Korea. Yeah, none of those are the same. Yeah, and and they all seem a bit like... Scary. Yeah. You know, if you've never been to any of those places, it's like, wow, they're really far. Um, You know, it wasn't like we said, hey, let's move to London. You know, we decided to go somewhere really different because obviously uh, the UK doesn't really need an American person as an English teacher. They speak they, English. They speak English so, um, yeah, we decided on those three places. We decided on those three places based on the benefits package. So they would offer flights, they would pay for accommodation, and they would help with the visa process. And so we started looking at all three of them. We found positives about each, about each one of them we're really excited and we settled on south korea we had friends and family that had lived there had served in the military and were stationed there they loved it looked like a lot of fun we were looking to move to a, a city like a big city because we've never experienced living that type of life but then south korea didn't work out because i couldn't sponsor you yeah so since you couldn't sponsor me and if i didn't have a job within uh 30 days I would have to leave the country, and it's not like you can just walk over to North Korea and be like, hey, can you stamp my passport so I can go back across? Yeah, so you'd have to be flying out once a month until I could sponsor you. Um, and at the time, that seemed like, oh, that's so scary. We don't know we could if we could do it now. We know we could do that. Yeah, back no then problem. it seemed like a nightmare. It's like, you know, that would be way too much stress getting on a plane once a month, flying somewhere you've never been or somewhere you have been. And then flying back in in 24 hours. Yeah. Because that's only that's the thing you had to just be out of the country for 24 hours. Um, sorry. And then it starts your 30 days over again. Yeah, so then we decided, okay, well, let's do China. Because obviously China is massive. There's so much to see, so much to do. Every weekend you could take an internal flight or a train and be somewhere different, go out exploring Um, And actually, one of my advisors through the TOEFL program, she had lived in China for a year, and she sent me pictures and videos of the things that they had done, and it it was mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, nothing we were used to at all. And so we said, okay, like, we're really excited. Let's do this. And they begged for English teachers, native English speakers. Yeah. It's very easy to get employed there. It was at the time. But then, um, so we started looking at the weather. (laughs) And it went downhill in a hurry. Yeah, so we don't mind some cold weather, but long, cold winters are just not our thing. And so... No, I'm, I'm, I've had too many broken bones to do long, prolonged winters. Yeah, so then we said, okay, well, we'd kind of written the Middle East off because, ooh, Middle East is scary, right? And uh, So everybody thinks. Yeah, and so we said, well, let's at least look at it and give it a fair chance and... That's where we ended up choosing. So, yeah, so I ended up applying directly to the, at the time, Abu Dhabi had its own government or 
edit that part out. At that time, Abu Dhabi had its own education program that was separate from the rest of the country. So I applied directly through Abu Dhabi Education Council to work with the government schools here. And um, yeah, I used a recruiting company called TeachAway and did a phone interview. And then they passed me forward. I got I got to skip the next two levels of phone interviews, I think. And they, yeah, I did a in-person interview in Chicago, but that in-person interview was actually a Skype interview. A Skype interview but um, anyways, yeah, and did the interview and within 24 hours had a, an offer. Yeah, because I wasn't able to go with her when she left. And I had some some family stuff that was going on and I couldn't leave at the time and I wasn't going to let her not go and do the interview so she left and uh i remember you know when she left and it was like you know it takes you know a week seven days a month before you know sometimes they make the decision on their hirees and before she got back from chicago into tennessee cause she ended up staying an extra day after the interview she had the the offer which yeah. was pretty impressive so that was um, December 2014 when that happened. And we had planned on moving immediately, actually January. Um, but we had some family things come up and ended up deciding to move at the beginning of the next school year. So that was August, which worked out well. It's best to start, I think, at the beginning of the school year. It's just easier. Yeah. Um, and it was really neat of the, the recruiting agency and the, and the school here as well that they were able and allowed her to change her start date. Yeah, just to push it back to the next school year. Yeah, to the next school year without going through the hiring process again. But anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So uh, we ended up choosing the UAE, and we were really excited. Um, but then, you know, we were still excited, but then that... Um, the real world set in. Yeah, the real world set in like, oh my gosh, like we have so much stuff, and we have a house, and vehicles, and we got to start selling stuff. And it's really scary just to take everything in your life, all your comforts. Everything you've known your entire life, pretty much. And just say, yeah, we're selling this and we're taking a chance. Now, yeah, we could have put it all in storage, but we just, we had this feeling it was just going to work out for us. And we didn't want something holding us back or saying, oh, we have to go back within X amount of years because. We still have this. Yeah. So what would you say that you felt? Like, what emotions did you have when we made the decision to move overseas? Oh, it was, there was all sorts of emotions going on. I was extremely excited to do it because we love to travel. But it's also that the great unknown of leaving your, like you said, leaving your comfort zone, the city that I had been in for 28 years. No. 35. 35 years, sorry. (laughs) I forget how old I am sometimes, uh, for 35 years and had worked pretty much the same jobs my entire life. You've pretty much done the same or had done the same, yeah. but I mean, you had this overwhelming like joy, I guess you could say that, that we were doing something completely different. Yeah. I would say I had the same emotions. It would just go back and forth between like pure elation like i'm so freaking excited to to, oh "Oh my god what are we doing why did we choose to do this it's so hard yeah um especially when you start you know cleaning your house and trying to condense everything down to what you think you need or what you what you want to keep what you're going to sell what you're not going to sell 
Yeah, and not knowing, like moving, we're like, we have no idea what we'll need. Like, do we need to take stuff with us? We'll be able to find everything there. Because at that point, we couldn't find a lot of information online about expats living in Abu Dhabi. No. Like relevant current information or find a contact there. We did get in touch with a couple of people that answered a few questions for us, but they all kind of had the same thing of, don't worry, once you'll get here, you'll figure it out. And we're like, well, that's not very comforting. Yeah, but now I would say that the exact same thing to other people. Yeah, that don't tell me a lot. Just figure it out when you get here. I need somebody to kind of not give me a step by step, but break it down a little bit how it's going to go and how yeah. it's going to be. And they're just like, oh, inshallah, Which you'll figure it out. Which means God willing. Yeah. yeah. You'll figure it out. Um, so, yeah, we had a house that was 2,500 square feet plus on six acres, on six acres of land. We had two vehicles and a motorcycle and then a whole all house. of our belongings a whole house and full of stuff. we had accumulated a lot of stuff i mean we've been married eight years and we had each lived independently before we got married so we just had a lot of stuff too much stuff and you know what it was such a good reminder the painful process like physically painful process having to go through all of that stuff and just being like, what are we doing? Why do we have all this? Why do we need all this? If we could throw it away and our lives go on, why, why do, we, do we have it? Yeah, why do we need it? Um, and yeah, so we sold everything. Literally everything. We have a safe with some personal items in it, you know, documents and uh, wedding, wedding portraits and things like that. And then I think we have one container like one uh, Rubbermaid container that has a few of maybe like a few kitchen items. Yeah. And I think I had a couple of work binders that I kept. So they must not have been important. I can't even tell you what's in them yeah. now. Because we were talking about this the other day. It's like, you know, when we go home, we need to figure out what's in those. And I was like, because I couldn't tell you what's in there anymore. Yeah. No idea. Um, yeah, so we literally sold every almost everything we own sold your car yeah your truck the motorcycle everything, everything and then out of uh, the house. we condensed our life down to five suitcases and on august 6 2015 we boarded a plane to fly eight thousand miles away to a place we had never been and did not know a single soul nope and it was terrifying and it was exciting yes it was very exciting uh, you have all sorts of thoughts and emotions going through that you know once you sit down on a plane you're there for 15 hours you can think about everything in the world yeah especially like so we flew from nashville to chicago and then chicago direct to abu dhabi which is a, maybe a 14 and a half hour flight and um when you sit down they have the little airplane tracker and you're like oh my gosh we are going so far away from anything we've ever known and on the on the airplane tracker even when you look at it there's not even anything there it's just a dot and you're yeah. just kind of like what where is that dot oh man so yeah terrifying so exciting best decision we've ever made yeah wouldn't change it for the world yeah so so yeah so next time we'll talk about settling into abu dhabi trying to find your rhythm trying to find how everything works yeah funny stories mishaps along the way yeah things to do things not to do things to say and things not to say yeah <laughs> we learned those very quickly 
Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.